By the time you hear this podcast, hopefully you'll have something to believe in. Welcome to By the Time You Hear This Podcast. I'm Greg. I'm Benjamin. And we are back with another episode. And uh, we are live on Twitch. Twitch. Oh, sorry. That's (laughs) (laughs) So we are live on Twitch and um, we are trying this out. Um, There's some things I had to do on this end to make sure this all goes smoothly but i think um i think we got it figured out here and uh if you're watching on twitch i know i have no subscribers or we have no fans or anything on twitch yet not yet but we will soon yes and um uh so yeah once we figured out how to do that because i'm not a gamer um uh, and I'm not a DJ. Well, not in the traditional sense, but DJ heard. <laughs> um, so, um, we, uh, well, you know what? I'm not gonna go through this spiel of telling people where they can find us, uh, because you should know by now. Yeah. And you once we, know. once we get Twitch going, then we might go back to that just so to let people know. But since um, this is the more of the podcast version in mm-hmm. which there will be a video available, um, we're just going to stick to not doing that. But we do have a guest and we're going to bring him on video because I, we figured out how to do it. <laughs> I feel like we should be playing the beginning of the Buggle song. <laughs> <laughs> so we have our podcast cousin. So I was thinking, well, not that might be cheese. I was like, should we call him the third Beatle? I know there's more than three Beatles. Please don't attack me, people. <laughs> but I was thinking about that when I was half asleep. <laughs> we have uh, we have Brandon, aka Father Clef, uh, our uh, podcast cousin here um, for this our first episode of the year of the calendar year. Oh, my gosh. oh really? Has oh, not yeah. been a good year either. Man. <laughs> These past two weeks have felt like five years. Oh man, 
Like it really, it really has. Yeah, it's going to be very like, interesting. I have no concept though. of time. <laughs> History class in about twenty years. <laughs> it's going to be crazy. But is it going to be like in the book in a certain way? You know, like, so winners write history, as they always say. Yes. So far, right now, the opposition are the winners. So it'll probably be worse. <laughs> Instead of five people dying, it'll be ten people. <laughs> it'll be ten people. It'll be they'll just it'll just be so much worse. The guy who's in the um who is in the buffalo costume, it'll be like a devil costume or something. They're just gonna make them worse. Like the like whatever it is now is just gonna be ten times worse. Because I'll, I figure yeah. I figure it'll be a literary version of you ever seen that that Soldier Boy interview on DJ Vlad? Who was talking about the robbery in his house? And he's like, bah. I feel like it's going to be like that. I, I, yeah, that's just how I, I, I see agree it. with that. Winners write, the, winners write history. You know, they're gonna they're gonna want to make them seem like the worst people you could ever imagine. Like they were killing children and just. <laughs> Children. They held Mike like, Pence oh, hostage. About the children. <laughs> Mike Pence was held at knife point. Okay, by thirty people. So I was like, I was there. He was in an office safe. <laughs> and then people would like, like just how some people have been bragging about it, um, and posted it on social media, and the FBI is coming after them. Yeah. <laughs> some people will be. Some people will still be doing that, like years later, <laughs> saying that I held Mike Pence at knife point. It was thirty other people, but then it's like. 1,200 people saying they were part of holding Mike Pence at knife point. And here's the knife. I'll sell it on eBay. It was only one, was only one knife. <laughs> it's like those people who uh, who said they saw Wilt Chamberlain score 100 points. <laughs> there was like there was like uh, like a thousand people at that game, but you hear heard from like ten thousand people that they were there. <laughs> That's what this will turn into. Yes, not to make light of it, like what happened was actually really messed up. But yeah, I mean, um, it, it could have been a lot worse. I mean, it is bad. It is bad, but it could have been a lot worse. Um, you know, if you saw the picture of that, uh, the security guard who was being chased up the stairs, mm -hmm. and. Oh, yeah. It, I didn't watch it with any sound. It looked like this weird game of red light, green light. Didn't it though? Like when you watch it with no sound, I was like, what is he doing? Is that a cattle prod? Like, what is he? <laughs> but, yeah. but at the beginning of the video, like there's this door immediately to his left. And that's where the, the Congress people were, like yeah. congressmen and women. That's where they were. But he kind of diverted the, the mob diverted them up the steps up the steps because clearly no one had a map no <laughs> but even <laughs> though like some a, a story came out that there was a huge group being a given a tour that's what i think like there was no there was no plan like they so didn't have a you don't map have to make blueprints. it you don't have to make it more than what it was it was just a bunch of pissed off people uh who felt that it, they could intimidate politicians into overturning an election so you're telling me this was not Ocean's 2000, no. where they all met and they went over the plan? <laughs> and, the, and then you'll drill through the floor and no, come it, up on the floor, on the house floor. and It was none of that. And Green Onions is playing. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, guys, I'm, I, yeah, guys, it's always good to... 
to be to be here amongst you guys. <laughs> I know we kind of went off a tangent. There. Shoot the proverbial I've shit, often, so to speak. <laughs> I've often wondered why you guys haven't done Twitch before. So I've never been on here with you, but I've done I've been on Twitch before. Well, yeah, we uh, we well, we did we've technically done it once. It was the uh, the glitter episode. Oh yeah, we were live on Twitch, but the video didn't save to Twitch. So mm-hmm. even if you went to the profile, the video's not there. Um, I know we used to do Facebook Live, and we yeah, we yeah. we normally had been doing Facebook Live. So I mean, at trying new things, I, I got a new toy that allows for the people to see Brandon <coughs> on the, on the screen. Uh, because uh, we have not met Brandon in person, <laughs> but surprise, <laughs> surprise! If you didn't know, <laughs> uh, but I have I, I've been Facebook friends with Brandon for like nine, ten years, I'm maybe. About to say, what, like ten years? <laughs> <laughs> um, That's hilarious to think of. Time is weird. Yeah, Time are you is. are you still in that childish Gambino Facebook group? I think I am, but I believe I muted it after a while <laughs> because I was like getting like like an unnecessary amount of notifications every day from it, uh, like from just that. <laughs> that would probably be annoying. I, I'm I'm still in the group, um, but now I just it's just people posting memes uh, from community <clears throat> for the most part. <laughs> that's that's about Is it. Is that really the place for that? <laughs> I, uh, I, I guess. Just uh, childish. Like, the thing, the hilarious thing, like it, you, like it really, like was like a. Well, when when I used to like, go in there a lot, like it was really like a cool place, and like you meet people. Like I, I met Greg. Yeah. I met like a few other people that I like actually did some music with. Oh, nice. Pretty cool stuff. Pretty cool place. I don't know what any of those. I think Greg is the only person I've kept in contact. With. <laughs> uh, I think you're the only person like I actually like met or exchanged any kind of communication with outside of it. So, yeah, one's enough. <laughs> <laughs> um, so I I actually did not. I, I was spending so much time trying to get this prepared as far as like the setup for the the live stream. I did not prepare any music news, but Ben just got some breaking news, like right when we started. Yeah, I saw this when I logged in. Um, just was announced a couple hours ago. Phil Spector, famed music producer, um, and convicted murderer. murderer. You can't really go without saying yes. <laughs> convicted murderer. Um, dies at 81 years old. Um, I guess this is like the Mandela effect. I thought he was already dead. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> So I guess we'll call this the Spectre effect. I thought he was already dead. So when I fired up my computer and saw that he was that he had just passed, I was a little taken aback. So um don't know what the uh I haven't dove too deep in there to see what the actual uh cause of death is or if that's even known yet, but you know, hey, never um of course never a good thing. You never want people to die. And yeah. Yeah, that's um I guess my initial thought on that is like I think it's very hard for people to appreciate um, what kind of producer he was or what he meant in the music world in his heyday. Yeah. And um, yeah, it, it's going to be hard for people to make that separation. I mean, I know some people can make the separation between, mm-hmm. you know, R. Kelly's music and what he did outside the booth. 
<laughs> Literally. Um, you don't know what he did in the booth, too. That's up for debate. Okay, and then you got to avoid thinking in those terms, right? Um, you know, some people can separate Chris Brown from what happened over 10 years ago. Um, some people can separate the controversy from the artist. Yeah. And I think in Phil Spector's case, it was kind of hard to do because he, he really blurred the lines. Yeah. Um, the relationships he had with, with certain women is specifically with Ronnie Spector. Um, and then, you know, it's, it's just very strange as far as what happened when, you know, that, that made that sent him to prison. Yeah. Um, but it's it's a uh, it's a saddening for him, and 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 I guess we kind of should have known it was going to be that way. Mm-hmm. Whenever it happened, it was like, well, yeah, he he was kind of a terrible person, but <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, but he was talented. He had a good ear. Yeah, uh, the 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 wall of sound um is that that's the first thing that sticks out to me as yeah. far as like di- trying different recording methods yeah um back when you had to yeah. really be creative and i mean you have some producers who are still creative um billy Eilish's brother whose name i need to learn i think it's phineas 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 he's pretty creative but you know back then you couldn't just hit a button for compression <laughs> or whatever you know you had to figure out a way to make things sound far away. He had to figure out a way to make things sound big. Yeah. Um, and so someone like him, as you kind of said, like it's, he's a, he's 81, you know, he's, the the biggest work he did was like, what, in the 60s and 70s? Yeah. So, you know, as we've kind of talked about on this pod before, um, it seems like now more than ever, um, people don't necessarily have a, have an appreciation for older music. So, you might not have producers who go back and pay respects to Phil Spector. You know, I feel like right now it kind of stopped at the eighties. That's as far back as people right now are willing to go back and borrow from, borrow from. And so unfortunately someone like him might kind of just get kind of, you know, left behind, I guess you could say. Yeah. The only, the only, uh, uh, people or, or acts or whatever that would even go back as far as the sixties is, um, uh, the Daptone label, yeah. <laughs> uh, that was that you know for people listening to Amy Winehouse's Back to Black, yeah. Um, and you know Sharon Sharon Jones and the Dap Kings, Sharon and Jones. yeah, yeah. And the only other person I think of is is Adrian Young, who did the soundtrack for Black Dynamite, mm-hmm. and um, I would say Mayor Hawthorne, possibly, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I forget. I forget about him sometimes. <laughs> I get. I, I, and Mayor Hawthorne maybe forgotten a little bit because his stuff with Tuxedo is basically yeah. uh, early '80s R&B. <laughs> <laughs> but he just. Re- he just. Re- I haven't listened to it yet. But he just released a new solo project where it's back to that sound. So. Yeah, but I, I I think that um, you know if people can just go back and and look at what Phil Spector did as a producer, um, and how and his influence, I think it, that can be appreciated. But it does take 
some separating uh, uh, the art from the from the personal life. And some people don't want to do that. Some people lump it all together and that's okay. Yeah. But if you, you. yeah, it's, it's definitely a, a matter of preference. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, Did any other weird news come up? In the last few minutes, <laughs> <laughs> nothing that I saw that we want to particularly discuss or anything like that. So, yeah. All right. Uh, well, let's look at the uh, the charts here. Um, no more Christmas music. Thank <laughs> God. That was <clears throat> dominating the top ten uh, the past so month and a half. I'm sorry. It finally tailored off. Yeah. Thank yeah. <laughs> um, so number one again is uh mood by I, is it i haven't seen any interviews or any live performances is it 24k golden or 24 karat golden because i see 24k golden but it may be mm. it that just may be a stylized thing anyone if he gets another hit i'll learn it let me stop that was mean <laughs> <laughs> like, in, in my head i think i know who i think i know who that is but i'm not a thousand percent sure uh, it some some dude. I I don't know. I'm trying to see how it's pronounced. I don't see. Uh, but his name is really golden though. Like, like his first, first name? name? Yeah, Golden Landis Von Jones. Oh man, I thought you were gonna say he's yeah. Golden Tate's son. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> golden Tate Jr. <laughs> um, but yeah, Mood 24K Golden un- until I find out otherwise. Uh, featuring Ian Dior is number one uh number two positions by ariana grande um i haven't listened to the whole album but just looking at like song titles uh this is the sexual frustration stage (laughs) for ariana grande she's not dating anybody uh so (laughs) um number three blinding lights by the weekend so that is come back up and it's been on the charts for more than a year um, I know the Super Bowl performance is coming soon. Yeah. So I hope he's ready, man. I hope he's ready. Um, number four, Holy by uh-huh. Justin Bieber featuring Chance the Rapper. Number five, Go Crazy, Chris Brown and Young Thug. Number six, debut at number six, Anyone by Justin Bieber. I haven't heard this one. It's a pretty good track. Uh, number seven, Levitating by Dua Lipa featuring The Baby. It. He's doing a song with just about anybody, I feel like. It's very Lil Wayne of him. Get those features, Jack. Yeah, man. <laughs> uh, number nine, Bang by AJR. You, you going to skip the Kentucky Recruit? Oh, my AKA bad. The rapper number Jam. eight is Laugh Now, Cry Later <laughs> by Perpetual Kentucky Recruit. Yeah, the Featuring Lil Durk. For the Raptors. <laughs> <laughs> um. And uh, number nine, Bang by AJR. And number 10, I Hope by Gabby Barrett featuring Charlie Puth. Um, That's a banger. Is it? It's a pretty good song. All right. I'll take your word for it. Uh, The 200, these are the albums. Number one, Evermore by Taylor Swift. Back at number one. Doesn't have to deal with any Christmas albums. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) No Pentatonix this time. Uh, number two, The Voice by Lil Durk. Number three, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon by Pop Smoke. Number four, Positions by Ariana Grande. 
Number five, Whole Lot of Red by Playboy Cardi. It debuted at number one last week. Number six, Good News by Megan The Stallion. Number seven, What You See Is What You Get by Luke Combs. Number eight, El, o El Otimo Tour Del Mundo by Bad Bunny. Number nine, Legends Never Die by Juice World, And number 10, My Turn by Lil Baby. Um, and just for reference, Folklore by Taylor Swift is number 11. Hmm. And let's look at the Artist 100. Um, for those watching and who will hopefully they'll they'll see this on uh, Twitch later. The Artist 100 is determined by uh, social media presence. Um People, well, people talking about you on social media, along with radio airplay and your album sales. Um, basically, it's like the clout, the clout list <laughs> that Billboard tried to cal uh, calculate. Number one is Taylor Swift. She's got the number one album. Number two, Justin Bieber. Two songs in the top ten. One of them is fairly well is new. Number three, Luke Combs. So he's moving up. <laughs> I don't. Well, he's got the the album, so there you go. Uh, number four, Ariana Grande. Number five, The Weeknd. Number six, Morgan Wallen. He's a country artist, isn't he? Yes. I'm not familiar with him, but I, I I've seen his name a lot. Yeah, he so, got. Yeah. Um, he was supposed to be on SNL, and they um, booted him because he got caught. I said caught, but he was seen at a party, not wearing a mask. And so, uh, yeah, and then he got a second chance, apparently. So, All right. Uh, number seven, Harry Styles. Number eight, Billie Eilish. Number nine, Pop Smoke. And number 10, Juice World. And uh, with number nine and number 10, we have our own calculations for how people get on this list. Uh, for the most part, if you put out a new song or album uh, or you die. Yep. That's how you get in the top 10. Um. I know that sounds morbid. It sounds dark. <laughs> it's undefeated. But it's true. But it's also true. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> very, very true. Um, well, Brandon, we, I didn't ask you this. Sorry, this uh, cable is, I'm using a different mic cable. So sorry if I, if you hear any noises. Um, so uh, what I would try to ask guests, um, whether they've been on here before or not, uh, what have you been listening to lately? That's a good question. I, I, <laughs> I, I feel like I've been listening to most. Like I haven't really. That's a lie. No. Listen, Apple Music has this really, well, I think, it's a really cool playlist called Pop Deluxe. Mm -hmm. And it, like, I guess like this, the description for it is supposed to be like, like sophist not sophista pop, but like not not like call me maybe pop music. <laughs> if that makes sense. Not like your happy go lucky pop music and stuff. Uh so I've 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 been listening to that that playlist and I came across a band called I think they're called Nasty Cherry. Nasty Cherry, Naked Cherry. Oh. And I believe it's a band put together by Charlie XES. Nasty Cherry is their name. Hmm. And they have two EPs out called Season 1, Season 2. Apparently, they have a reality show. What? That's, okay. 
Yeah, I think they were put together by by Charlie XCX. Them and now that I think about it, Kylie Minogue's latest album. I love Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue's latest album called Disco. I think the the what's the, the single off of that is called Magic. Sounds exactly like if a B, if the Bee Gees put out a song today. Oh yeah, I'm checking that out after this show then. <laughs> it sounds exactly like a BG song. I, I I love Kylie Minogue. Over fifty, still doing it. Still looks great while she's doing it. Shout out to Kylie. I feel Minogue. like I feel like Kylie Minogue. Kylie Minogue is what everyone thinks Madonna is. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fair assessment. And, and, I, and and I landed on that when once the album itself came across my came across my phone. I was like. Oh, I didn't know she was still putting out music. Apparently, she's been putting out music like this whole time. Mm-hmm. So I'm going back and forth, back and forth, looking on YouTube, looking at performances and stuff, and she's still great. Yeah, she's still I, yes. I can't say the same for <laughs> for Madonna. I think Madonna at this point is 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 living off her reputation and past works. Yeah, that's what I she's think. British now. Yeah. <laughs> her and Tina Turner, man, like they just. <laughs> They went over to England and lost their minds. And accents. Just have these like weird quasi-American British accents. It's, it's like code switching. <laughs> yeah. Like no one knows. No, no one knows Madonna's from Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. You are from Detroit. <laughs> You're from Detroit. <laughs> Not Detroit. <laughs> Detroit. No. Detroit. No. No. <laughs> Michigan Shire. <laughs> where's Where's Tina Turner from? Uh, he from the south. She did right? the song about it. Uh, Nutbush. Nutbush. Nutbush, Tennessee. Nutbush. Yeah, not. I don't know if that's the real town, but I know she's from Tennessee. Yeah. It wasn't until I saw love. To, wait, it wasn't. What's love got? To, it wasn't until I saw what's love got to do with it. And it so is I, Nutbush. As a kid, put it together that Tina Turner wasn't British. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, she's from down south. Hold on. What does it say that she's an American-born Swiss singer? Does she have Swiss? Tina Turner? Yeah, that's what Wikipedia says. I guess she got her citizenship. Probably got citizenship. Yeah, simply the best. She ain't trying to be here no more. No. <laughs> Ike's gone. She is free. Oh, wow. Okay, yeah, so... <laughs> Um, since she's been there since 19, 1994, she gained Swiss Swiss citizenship in 2013 and relinquished her American citizenship. Uh, oh, I didn't know she had to give up citizens, give up American citizenship. So she is Swiss, bro. Like for real Swiss. She is neutral. <laughs> <laughs> I guess the Swiss citizenship comes with an accent. <laughs> It comes by mail. What if, what if she saw the pandemic coming like 25 years ago? <laughs> I need to move to Europe so I don't have to come back. <laughs> oh, man. Um, so ben, what have you been listening to? Um, a lot of country and pop. Yeah, that's 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 been... A lot of country because I've been I just been working on music, trying to I want to get into licensing some songs. So, listening to country music because I know they're big on hiring songwriters, and of course you know we're not far from Nashville, hint hint. Um, and then also just listening to pop music to just kind of get a, 
you know, a feel for the type of stuff I want to be doing. But yeah, been listening to a lot of that type of stuff. All right. Um, I've been uh, still listening to my um, Sophistapop playlist. Added a few songs to that. Um, the freestyle and my freestyle or, or Latin hip hop or whatever you want to call it. Um, I listen to that too. Um, and uh, yeah, <laughs> expose. Um, uh, George Lamond. <laughs> uh, yeah, so a lot of stuff like that. Um, and um, also some what's considered acid jazz. Okay. Uh, I think my earworm, the last episode was Brand, brand New Heavies. No, your last one was a song that has now been stuck in my freaking head, the um, Cars oh, and Girls. Oh, the Prefab's Proud. Yeah. Yeah, that's from the Sophista Pop playlist. Yeah. Before that, that though, was it was Brand the Brand New, new Heavies. heavies. Yeah. yeah. So uh, bands of the of that ilk um, that we uh, I've been listening to. Um, so what we're going to do here is uh, we'll get to Ben's Earworm of the Week. Um, so this one came up, it's, uh, Tori Amos, Taxi Ride, came up on one of my, um, what do you call that? The, um, the Discover Weekly playlists. Um, Tori Amos, of course, is someone who's like highly, highly influential and somehow we've, she's never been mentioned on this podcast, which is weird, but whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, she was, I feel like she was kind of a product of her time. And didn't really do much outside of the 90s. This is from 2002. But, like, when you think of, like, you know, the the um, quintessential songwriters of, like, the late 80s, early 90s into the mid-90s, Tori Amos always comes up. So, I mean, I guess you could almost say she was, like, a an indie Vanessa Carlton before Vanessa Carlton. I don't know. But, like, I can't think of how to describe her to people because her music was, like, it was, I don't know, like, orchestral orchestral sometimes yeah like it was just different now this song is not like that but like yeah, her songs were like she was kind of hard to put in a <laughs> in a box and i also did not realize um her music is featured very heavily in um higher learning yeah i know butterfly is in that yeah is in the film and uh i think there was one other song that was featured but it's not on the soundtrack yeah yeah I, something like that so, which I, I I recently rewatched. I thought I hadn't seen it, but I had seen it. So, Michael Rappaport plays a great uh, skinhead, <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just even funnier if you know who, if you know what Michael Rappaport is and how he acts. It's just yeah. even funnier <laughs> if you follow him on Instagram. I do. <laughs> he's funny. I I listen to his podcast every now and then. He's he's just funny. He's still New York. It's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, so uh, Taxi Ride by Tori Amos, and we will be right back.
All right, that is Taxi Ride by Tori Amos. And you can find that song on uh, our BTTYHT Earworms playlist on Spotify right now. I love the drummer on that song, too. I need to look up who it is, but I, I love his oh, I thought you were going to say it was Josh Freeze. <laughs> I mean... Would you be surprised? <laughs> no, I would not. I would not. <laughs> Wouldn't be surprised in the slightest. Man's a drummer chameleon. <laughs> so, um, we um, we started the episode with um, uh, DJ Earworms United States of Pop for 2020. He does it every year, a mashup of all of the... Um, top pop songs uh, of the year. Um, it was, there was Dua Lipa and Drake and Lil Baby and Dub Baby and Megan Thee Stallion. So um, you guys could check that out on YouTube. Just look up DJ Earworm 2020 and you'll find it. So um, we are bringing back, I believe this will be our fourth Because He's Awards. We need theme music. We got to get some theme music for that. Yeah. <laughs> so um uh for the first time we'll have um uh, a guest presenter uh for the because he's awards <laughs> so um you gotta be drunk like um like the celebrity that shows up to the award show and just like he's highest he's just <laughs> he can barely get it out and the winner is uh <laughs> stop all right, I'm done. <laughs> Blue tank is for the children. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I got reminded of that the other day. Sorry. Um, so we're, we have some categories here. Um, uh, yeah, so we'll start with... Um, make this Make this easy here. And Brandon, we'll start with you here. Who is your discovery of the year? Meaning any song or artist, album, whatever that you that is new and you may have felt you got it on the ground floor with them or something. (laughs) With that description, I'm not sure then. I would say, hmm, that's a good. See, now that changed the whole. Yeah, the whole thing. Uh, well, I mean, it doesn't have to be. It doesn't. Here. It doesn't have to be like a brand new artist, or if it's just something. Okay. If it's something old, that's fine. Um, that it, that it, might uh, turn into uh, the super late to the party award. So, <laughs> I mean, either way, um, it's it's cool. Whichever you got. I I don't know if it's a band or not, or if it's just one person, but they're called the Japanese House. Okay. Mm-hmm. They call it the they call it the Japanese house and they do they sound they uh, it, this is not a slight to them because it's good music, <laughs> but it's very you're in a clothing store and you hear like something <laughs> faint playing in the background. <laughs> and it's like very like eighties pop type music. Mm-hmm. Like uh, they have uh, two two songs that I really like called "Far Away" and "Maybe You're the Reason." This is another one. I I saw I saw you saw you in a dream. I think this is called "I Saw You in a Dream." Okay. 
Yeah, she's done the lead singer. She's done like some stuff with uh, like I know Bonnie Ver is on like their latest EP. They've only had like EPs out. Sometimes I feel like you have to remind people Bonnie Ver is a band and not a person. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> his name's Justin. I think I think it's Justin. Yeah. Just had him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. This it, sounds like it'll be played at like Hollister. Yeah. yeah. That's exactly. <laughs> that's exactly what it is. But I think you guys would dig it. I like it already. They're more like. Yeah, I like this. Especially they're once they start getting into their like their '80s reverb type sound. Mm-hmm. That gated reverb <laughs> that <laughs> Phil Collins made famous, As, especially on this on the song called uh, "Maybe I'm Maybe You're the Reason." Maybe I'm the reason. Mm-hmm. It's very gated, very gated drums. Oh, I like this. Yeah. Yeah. Put that chorus on your guitar. Yeah. <laughs> very groovy. <laughs> I like I like that. So yeah. we're we're making a playlist for this that you oh, can. Oh, perfect! Because I was going to be like, I yeah, can't have all of this. <laughs> that can that will be on Spotify, and we'll post this once it with the playlist is complete. Because I'm making it on the go right now. <laughs> <laughs> Very good driving music. Nice. Yes. Yeah. All right, Ben. What is your discovery of the year? Well, when you when you made it like that, because I had one, but there's an artist that I I do feel like I could be in on the ground floor. I added her on um. Instagram and there's not a lot of followers. Her name is Charlie Adams. Um, she's a singer songwriter, and um, her music is—I mean, it's—I don't know. So I was having this conversation before we started filming our recording, both um, that we're going to hear a lot of Billie Eilish ripoffs, mm. um, which I—I I, I have another statement too. I do—I think Billie Eilish is what Lord was supposed to be. That's just my thought, my thought. Um, but I feel like this artist kind of takes it a little further. And if you could imagine like Bruce Springsteen meets Billie Eilish, kind of, not as monotone. The songs sound bigger. Um, they're a little bit better. So the first song I heard, because she was on one of my Discover playlists, was called Bad Caffeine. And it's kind of a driving song. As well, a little more upbeat, a little more, a little dirtier, but still has pop sensibility. Killer guitar solo in it. Don't know if she plays it. Um, she doesn't really put a lot of music stuff up on her page, so I don't know what she plays and what she doesn't play. But that's kind of just, I get that feel that, you know, a little bit of vintage, a little bit of, a little bit of modern. Yeah. But it's kind of got like, you know... I just, I just really like it, you know. <laughs> it I just hear the group thing. Yeah, you know, it's kind of got that feel to it, you know. And of course, I mean, Bruce Springsteen in the '80s, you know, like you know, in the late '70s, <laughs> in the '80s, going to the '80s, kind of got that feel to it. Like, if you were to like, you know, make a, a modern day Thunder Road with synth and stuff like that, <laughs> <laughs> or Born to Run or something, you know. But yeah. All right. But I think she's got maybe 5,000 followers on Instagram. And um, she just seems like a, a genuinely cool person. 
right, that's Bad Caffeine. This is her most played song on Spotify. Um, well, that's that's featured, so let's do the other one. This one's called Didn't Make It. I got this one here, too. Still got the kind of the big drums with the yeah. reverb. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this is one of those songs that would have been featured in the movie Drive. I could hear that. I could hear that. You mean between murdering people? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, I'm trying to think. Wait, I think I was thinking of another movie. Drive is the one with Ryan Gosling, right? Yeah. Okay. Have you seen that? I have not. Uh, I've heard the soundtrack because it has that uh, Kavinsky. Yeah. Yeah. The song that I thought that um, Mob Deep ripped off, or they ripped off from Mob Deep, I guess. Because the bass line sounds very similar to Quiet Storm, in my opinion. Oh. Uh. Yeah. It's the one that has a song written about um, the guy who uh, landed the plane in the Hudson River. Oh, Sully? Yeah, there's a song about him. Sully Sullenberg. <laughs> a great movie, by the way. I haven't seen it. Yeah, it's got Tom Hanks and Aaron Eckhart, and uh, it's pretty solid. It's pretty solid. All right, and my uh, discovery of the year. Um, uh, I think they've been my earworm at least once uh, is a duo called Blue Lab Beats. Mm. And um, what I liked is their, I like I've mentioned on here before is that I grew up listening to a lot of instrumental music, <laughs> uh, contemporary jazz, the, the smooth jazz, I guess people might call it. So it's, if some people may consider it, cheesy or whatever a lot of hidden beach <laughs> yeah well not 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 me i didn't no not no not so much that <laughs> not so much hidden beach <laughs> but um but these were two guys who um they met in con- music conservatory school and um just their understanding of of music and hey let's do something with this so they're heavy jazz influence but also like hip-hop and and disco influence uh this one is this song is called hi there and (laughs) there's actually a music video for it like this is an instrumental (laughs) what are they doing the music video in the music video it's basically like a soul train line but instead of like on the set of soul train it's like uh looks like a school dance (laughs) in the 70s (laughs) and it's the two guys just playing the song on the stage so it's like it's very it's very simple but you you wouldn't think that there would be a music video for this kind of song yeah um but they one plays trumpet the other plays saxophone one plays guitar one plays the drums uh so basically they 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 do they can do a lot of things um okay so, yeah. i remember them i've, I've okay they got the hair the blue hair okay and uh this other song that i like is called is their most played song it's called pineapple another instrumental and there is a video for it so 
I don't know. In in England, they do things differently. (laughs) (laughs) So let me add those to the playlist. And they've just come out with uh, another new album. Well, one of them did like a side project um, with some people. So it sounds like they're adding some Brazilian music, some some world music to their uh, to their catalog as well. So check out Blue Lab Beats. All right. Uh, The next award is um, your song of the year. Oh, we're bringing that one out soon. All right. <laughs> Your song of the year. Um, we'll go in reverse order. So I'll I'll, I'll start with this one. Um, and if someone has this, then we'll, you know, we'll just talk about it a little bit more. Because uh, this song, this song really annoyed me. Um, <laughs> <Okay>. But <laughs> this it, it annoyed me. But... Uh, I enjoyed like the the humor that people brought behind it, and that is the box by Roddy Rich. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> oh god! <laughs> did we all pick this? No, I didn't. Did you pick this, this too? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you oh, did. <laughs> you picked this one too. Uh, god, I hate this song. <laughs> I shouldn't say I hate it. It's it it it's it's growing on me. I don't know what he said. The song's not about really anything. Um, <laughs> it's not really. About I just know. Anything. I just know it, it, it's, it's been everywhere. Yeah. Uh, but it was a number one song. I think it was the longest running number one song of the year. Um, it was just everywhere. Yeah, that's true. Like when I, you know, back when I can go to the Atlanta Hawks games, every game they were playing this song. And it was the edited version and it sounded weird. <laughs> um, so what did you like about this song, Brandon? I don't, I don't know because like sometimes I listen to music with like a weird ear and like with this like I hear him scatting like, <laughs> as opposed to like actual words so it's like bop it up bop bop skip it up bop bop skip it up bop and it sounds hilarious because <laughs> I don't know what he's saying um I don't know if I I, he's singing his heart out? <laughs> I don't know if we talked about this before we may have but there's a, a video uh, a YouTuber named Lenar yeah. <laughs> a made a video and it was like right when the song came out like the day after at worst <laughs> it might have been the same night but he made it seem like it was a uh, like this he made this sketch where he's asleep um, and then he hears this door opening and closing <laughs> and he looks over at his door and it's this ghost opening and closing the door and that's the <laughs> it's like it's that sound <laughs> and then uh, and then like a producer with the laptop comes over he's like oh that sounds good so, oh, God. <laughs> so starts rapping <laughs> so yeah yeah <laughs> so yeah I heard this song way too much this year <laughs> yeah alright so Brandon that was your song of the year too 
You yeah, said that, that was that was I would say that that was my objective choice. Uh, what's your what's your subjective choice? Is that the my word we should use? <laughs> I guess my subjective choice would be 1910 by Childish Gambino, hmm. which because that entire album they don't have song titles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's just yeah, just labeled numbers, right? It's just labeled like labeled numbers. Bingo. Yes. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't really listened to this though, so I haven't listened the whole thing all the way through. I'm being a bad fan. Um, it, I'll say it gets better with multiple listens. Uh, some once just you like, know what you're getting into. Mm-hmm. Yeah, once you get know what you're getting into, it gets better with with more listens. Uh, the the songs that I know of is um, I knew the what the I guess what the titles were going to be before he just went with timestamps. Is uh, algorithm? I'm not yeah, sure which one that is. And uh, the one he did with um, Twenty One Savage. Algorithm in the Running Out of Time song with Ariana Grande. Oh, he did a song with her? With her? Mm-hmm. Those are the only two like song titles that I knew knew. And that's just from like, I think that's from like, just from download. I, I don't know, like, cause I, like, I, I tracked down uh, a rip of his Coachella set and like, the folder that I had just had like song titles and stuff in it. Like it had like a notepad with like song titles and stuff in it, but like not necessarily songs, just actual songs themselves. Hmm. So yeah, but also like with I, yeah, this album gets better with more listens. Also, I went down a, a really dark rabbit hole <laughs> of because the internet again. Like to the point where I reread the whole screenplay. I listened to an entire podcast on it. Yeah, there was this. It was dissect. It was the subject of dissect this season. Nineteen ten has been added to the list. Um. So yeah, I have a question. So the objective versus subjective. Because I mean, I have I have two songs. I have the one that was like a popular song and one that like you know don't nobody really know. So I guess maybe that's the <laughs> subjective and the objective. Yeah, whatever. What so I'll, go, I'll just I'm just gonna go with my true favorite song of the year, um, which was a song called "New Age Meds" by this band called The Wildlife. Um, dare I call them the American version of the 1979? <laughs> they seem heavily influenced by them, but I just think they're better. I don't know if they're signed yet, but they make great music. Um, and I follow them on Instagram and told them that this was my favorite song, and they never said anything back. And it hurt. (laughs) (laughs) I discovered it, so I guess really, too, my other discovery of the year is the Pop Rock Playlist by Spotify, (laughs) in which this song was on. Um, And yeah, I heard it, and I listened to it nonstop. It was my top listened to song of the year. Um, I, I don't know how many times I've streamed it, but I mean, I was listening to it at least three or four times a week, minimum. I love this song. Um, it's just got a, like a nice little groove to it. It's got a solo. I love solos. Um, when you play them to end the song, like as an outro, I think that's really cool. It's not a crazy solo or anything like that. It's very melodic, but it's cool. Um, I don't know, man. It's just a fun song. It's not a dance song, but you can kind of dance to it. (laughs) 
I just I love this song. I, I there's nothing I would change about it. It's kind of one of those songs I'm mad I didn't write, but you know, because I know I, for a fact I wrote a song with this chord progression and it was not nearly as good. And now as a result, like I thought about rewriting it, I'm not going to. <laughs> Why bother? Yeah. All right. But yeah, shout out to the wildlife man. Hit me back up on on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah, y'all ain't got that many. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> like I literally, I went to their page. They had an announcement page, like new, new, like you know, new age meds being released this Friday. And I went on there and say, "This is my new favorite song." Thanks, guys. Nothing. <laughs> Nothing. But I guess just as a as I mentioned though, my other pick for popular songs is "Midnight Sky" by Miley Cyrus, which I think was an absolutely phenomenal track. And apparently, Minnie said her best. I agree. I'd, I'd be inclined to agree. All right. Um, so now we'll go to our next award. Um, the Super Late to the Party Award. <laughs> Just uh, something that you were super late to. Um, anything. A song, an artist, um, a trend, whatever. Um uh, ben, would you be able to start this one? Yeah, go first. Um, so this is one that I actually, um, I actually found late in the year. Once again, thanks to um, my Spotify Discover playlist. And there's a songwriter by the name of Billy Dean. He is a, he's country, but he don't sound that country. Um, but the music does. Um, I don't think he was that big in his day, but popular enough to, um, you know, to make it and, and be relevant for a bit. But um, his song, We Just Disagree, <laughs> was on my playlist, which is a, um, it's a cover of an older song. <laughs> I remember listening to it with Kendra. And she's like, she's like, is this like the, <laughs> like the, like the Republican anthem now? It's like, no one's wrong. No one's right. We just don't, we just disagree. <laughs> <laughs> um like it's it's just a it's like the most vanilla song like nobody's wrong nobody's right you know we just disagree <laughs> but I like this song and he's got a lot of good stuff um and I've been I've he kind of put me back on a singer songwriter kick and I was starting to add you know went back and added um, made a playlist I call it the Troubadours and just started adding people like him some Sean Mullins some um, John Mayer Duncan Cheek stuff like that. Um, Phil Vassar just went back and found, you know, Vince Gill. I'm going to get him on there. But yeah, yeah, I just, I don't know how I never found this guy though. I mean, he's, he's totally in my bag, but I just never heard of him before. So thanks Spotify. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, Brandon, did you have, uh, something that you were super late to? I do. And it's, it's 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 weird because I like I guess I've I guess I could say I had been a fan of them without knowing I was a fan of them. Don't you love when that happens? Uh, <laughs> like on YouTube, on YouTube, I'm I'm subscribed to the uh, a channel called The Game Grumps, and they play video games. They make funny jokes and funny videos and stuff. But one half of them also heads up a band called ninja sex party i have heard of them and yes i've I like i've always heard i've always listened to them but i've always thought like yo their backing band 
is tight. Yes. Like, crisp. And then to find, I, I found out that their backing band is a band called Tupperware Remix Party. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> Tupperware Remix Party, and they go by Twerp for short. For short. And they're like this bombastic old to 80s, 80s Saturday morning cartoons with like a fuse of like hair hair rock and funk and like the lead singer plays the talk box it's yeah. like it, it's pretty amazing <laughs> I, was, I, I was looking this past year I was looking for tickets to show to shows but 2020 sucked <laughs> yeah it did man <laughs> what's a what's a song by them that that you like uh from their latest let's see from their latest record uh i was gonna i really love i've i like their covers albums that's where i know them from but they're cut yeah they're cut they're they're their twerp is their like it's ninja sex parties like back in-house band Mm -hmm. uh i would say my favorite song of theirs is a song called rock and roll best friends i like that title (laughs) (laughs) which uh which album is that it is on, I believe it's called a time. Oh, no, it's Guardians of the Zone. It's an EP from 2016. <laughs> um, like, how? But I think of Guardians of the Zone. Miss, miss, miss me. I think of basketball for some reason, but it's <laughs> because I'm a nethead. I'm going to coach one day. I'm, I'm kidding. I'm not going to coach. <laughs> Greg coached though once. He did that. I was just. <laughs> I was assistant coach. I wasn't really there, but <laughs> <laughs> the the main thing that I when when y'all anybody who mentions that I just remember and you ain't and getting get no it. hot dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a funny story. Oh God, whatever happened to that kid that you basically ran your offense through? Like, <laughs> I have no idea. What if he ever like? Because he was pretty good. <laughs> I have no idea what happened to him. He was tall too. Like he was. Yeah. <laughs> that one kid that thought it was Kobe. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. So this is Rock and Roll Best Friends. I, I'll say this EP made me break out my... It made me break my talk box out the closet. We're all appreciative <laughs> of that. <when> I found <laughs> I was like, okay. I was like, I can see that there's other directions we can go. <laughs> yeah, I like the um, the eighty sound of it. They all dress like they all dress like these eighties cartoon characters. <laughs> <laughs> like every each one of their projects, they have like one or two like just straight instrumentals of them just. Wilding for like 44 minutes straight. Nice. <laughs> like their bass player is amazing. I, I hear it too. <laughs> yeah. You know what they could, I feel like they could pull off um, since I watched uh, Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. They could be like the, like some band that they, like a house band for them. Goes, you know, that they go see, like mm-hmm. I got tickets to see Torp. 
<laughs> so, and they'd fit right in. Yeah, they would. So, yeah. All right. Um, my super late to the party is, uh, um, again, from my Sophista Pop playlist. Uh, I'd only heard one song by this band, and I think uh, I played their song when we did that episode. Mm-hmm. And it's a band called um, <laughs> Living in a Box. Yeah. <laughs> and they had this song, Living in a Box. <laughs> um, and they had a song that, like, it just took me back to Light 98 in Augusta, Light 98 FM. Nice. A song called Touch Sensitive. And it just sounds like all of those, just all of those kinds of songs. By chance, <laughs> did the, was Delilah syndicated on this station? No. Delilah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I feel like this is one of those. It was like if if um, there's another band called ABC that they kind of went more within the Motown uh, direction in the 80s mm-hmm. as far as the Sophista pop sound. But these guys did more. It, it kind of leaned more towards R&B and New Jack Swing almost. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this was one of those songs that, that I liked that I added to my Sophista pop playlist. I was like, man, this this album came out in 1989, <laughs> and then they broke up. <laughs> so <laughs> it definitely reminds me. It's like uh, this sounds very. Uh, I don't know if you guys get the reference, but it sounds very WBLS in New York. We have a radio station called WBLS, and it's like your your grown. It's the radio station that Steve Steve Harvey is on. Oh, okay, so, <laughs> say no more. Yeah. So, like, Essence Fest. <laughs> the Essence Fest so crowd. This sounds like your your lunch hour. <laughs> I just call it lunch hour mix. <laughs> oh god, the Essence. <laughs> My sister's been to that. <laughs> mine as well. <laughs> she was like, "Yeah, I'm going to New Orleans. I'm going to the Essence Festival." I think it's a rite of passage. Isn't that where <laughs> they went in Girl Trip? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, in Girl Trip. They, yeah, they went to Essence Fest. And what's his name played bass? Um, not Tay Diggs. He played Lorenz Tate. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's a bass he was, player. Yeah, he's a one of the, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> I tried to describe Girl's Trip to somebody once. It's like four black women. Go on a trip to Essence Fest and hilarity and super. Basically. <laughs> That's literally what the movie is. That's all you needed, man. Just let them start improvising. <laughs> <laughs> um so yeah, uh okay, so we'll go to our WTF moment of the year. So many to choose from. <laughs> yeah. Um Brandon, do you have one? I do. I do. Because I, even though I'm not necessarily a fan of this dude, I, I liked, I liked the lane he was, pun intended. I liked the, the <laughs> lane he was taking in like using the whole like quarantine to like stay in people's like phones and doing the live streams off of Instagram. And that is unfortunately 
Tory Lanez shooting Megan the Stallion <laughs> in the foot. <laughs> oh, oh God. God. Like you had the world in the palm of your hand. <laughs> the world in the palm of your hand. And you ruined it. For, <laughs> for what? That. For what? <laughs> for what? For who? For what? Yeah, uh, that I was. Totally forgot about that. That was. <laughs> and he's been trying. He's been trying to recover, like recover from it. Like there's, there's no people love Megan too much <laughs> to let you come back from that. No, that's crazy. <laughs> like uh, you don't. You're yeah. not get like like Greg mentioned earlier. Like you're not getting the, the Chris Brown treatment <laughs> where it's like you did something terrible. But this new song is jamming. <laughs> <laughs> Dye your hair blonde, get some more tattoos, come back. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, <laughs> that was that was crazy. And that, then he put only but so many, some only but so many '90s R&B songs you could sample in the hooks. Yeah, yeah, true. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that was. That was weird. And then he tried to make that album as an apology or, or to address the situation. Or I don't know if anyone bought it. <laughs> <laughs> from, 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 from where I, where I saw it, like on, like on the Twitter, on Twitter, fear, on the Twitter sphere, or however you want to call it. Like everybody was like, I'm not listening to this. <laughs> Like, uh, I don't want to hear your side of the story over a song. <laughs> you, it's attempted murder. I get what it. It's definitely. Um, I thought when uh, Robin Thicke made the the Paula album, yeah, um, I thought different. that was bad. Simping in it. It's finest. different. It's different. I thought it was bad, but this is a it's lot bad. worse than that. <laughs> this is a lot worse. The difference between. Oh, my wife left me. Let me let me sing a few songs about how I'm feeling, as opposed to I shot somebody. <laughs> I shot somebody because she was mad at me. But let me tell you mad. about my side of the story. <laughs> no one, was, yeah, no one was there. Uh, yeah, I I forgotten about that until right till you mentioned it. Um, Terrible. <laughs> ben, do you have a WTF moment? So I have two, actually, because one's sad and one's funny. Um, the sad one, of course, we lost a lot of people. Um, and the one that hit me the hardest, of course, was the death of Eddie Van Halen. Um, so, I mean, known, you know, knowing, knowing that he was sick, but didn't know that it would happen this year. So, you know, very sad. A guitar legend. One of the goats, as we said. Um, I guess if you're, like, making a Mount Rushmore, you got people like Hendrix up there. You got people like... Um, Robert Johnson, and then when you you know you, it, as you come into the late seventies, early eighties, you know it's 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 Eddie Van Halen. You know Steve Vai even said like, where would I be without Eddie Van Halen? Which is somebody who, from a talent, from a technical standpoint, is better than him, but he paid that respect, saying like, hey, bro, I don't exist without him. So um, that was one of those moments when that happened. It's just like, damn, like, ugh. like to make it even worse. Um, the funny moment though was um, the Teddy Raleigh versus. Um, <laughs> that was yes. literally kind of one of those. Of course, that was early in the in the, in the life of the versus battles. When now, 
it was still kind of new. The funny thing about that is, I think I think my first appearance on this show was about Teddy Riley. Am I correct on <laughs> yes, that? Yes, I believe I it. Yeah, it, yeah. Yes, yes, it was. So you could possibly imagine the amount of people who was texting me is like, yo, what's up with your boy? <laughs> <laughs> He's not my boy. But yeah, it was, like, it was wild. Him. People are like, yeah, this He's is what... Musical hero, and he's not looking good right now. Give him a chance. <laughs> like this is why he got kicked out of Black Street, y'all, because he was so extra. <laughs> but so extra. But, but it was that, yeah, it's just it was just to see if anyone follows uh, Spice Adams on Instagram. Uh, he made a video like immediately after, immediately mm-hmm. after that versus where he was. Uh, what was what was the guy's name who was like just. He was just dancing and like it's so dancing. Yeah. I have that video in my phone for like <laughs> random use. I I can't remember his name, but uh I can't remember his name either. It feels like Chauncey or something like that. But um Spice Adams dressed as him and just and he like reenacted the whole thing as far as like when the sound was bad and he's just <laughs> dancing. <laughs> and everyone's trying to figure out what's going on. But Oh man, just yeah, that whole thing was just um yeah, that was hilarious. Uh and while Babyface is just on the other side, just I think he had a guitar and that was it. <laughs> like he, he wasn't being, he wasn't doing so much. Mm-mm. Um but for mine it's also related to a versus and I don't know if this audio is going to play correctly, but um Listen, man, we don't listen. get that money. Oh no! I don't know what we got on our set list, but we can't keep living in the past, man. I got current hits, man. Play some of my current hits, man. I get the bag or wake up in the sky. Play some of my current hits, guy. Some classics, then. Man, God, man, what did old Sam? You made now? Make a new hit, man. We got. Hey, hey, we'll start our show about three more songs, man. Hey, listen, man. warming up. I don't know what his hood at, but my hood like five minutes down the street, man. Let's get it. Hey, listen, the next time we do a versus, y'all need to do a jury versus and bring Florida in here or somebody, man. Why don't we do a real estate versus? I'm like five here. million over here <laughs> in ice. I'm talking about right now. Exactly. <laughs> Yo, Ace. <laughs> Snowman. Hey, Holiday. How you gonna play a song with somebody else drops in it? What you talking about? How you gonna play a song yo, with somebody else drops? You ready, Snow? Let's go. I'm tired of slow music, bro. Hey, let's do a classic, man. Classic. Music. Yeah. Hey, soon as this verse is over with, I'm dropping a mixtape, Trap God Classics, so y'all can go get that soon. Over with all the songs that y'all want to hear, I got them all on one collection. Let's get it. First day out. Free albums, man. Free Kodak, free Tang, free everybody. That's who told. Keep them. Six. Uh, but y'all get it by now, I hope. <laughs> but I, I thought you were gonna play this kind of storage. 
<laughs> oh, I forgot about the Scott Storch one. I forgot about that one. I forgot about I that one. Was, I was waiting. I was waiting. But the, the one y'all heard is the uh, Gucci versus Gucci. Jeezy. Um, I was trying to get to the part where he said, we smoking on Pookie Loke. <laughs> Say, hey, yo. Uh, but, the, the, like, <laughs> I, it came up to because um, after the uh, invasion or mm-hmm. insurrection at the Capitol, um, and there was a woman who died. Her name was Ashley Babbitt. Someone tweeted out, we smoke it on Ashley today. I was like, oh, no. no. Wow. Too soon. Wow. <laughs> the internet has no heart. No no heart. No no tact. No couth. Nothing is off Nothing. limits. <laughs> Nothing is off limits. I was like, whoa. Uh, I was thinking like too soon, but... Uh, Nothing's too soon for the internet. What they say on Law and Order, <laughs> body's still warm. <laughs> oh, man. Um, but yeah, a lot of the verses were... Um, the the thing, I guess, and we can move into this, like, the thing that kind of bothered me most about the verses is that how people on social media were reacting. It was always, okay, if you prefer Gucci over Jeezy, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, um, you some people like both, but this w- it was really divisive when people are on one side or the other. Like it was extreme, um, yeah. and I was like, "This is and this is how people were with Babyface and Teddy Riley, mm-hmm. how they were with Scott Storch versus Manny Fresh, how they were versus Jill Scott versus Erica Badu." Uh, how they were with Ludacris versus Nelly. Like every time people were so extreme on one side or the other. And then at the end, you know what they all said every single time? You know what? This was for the culture. (laughs) You know who won? The culture won. The culture won. Like, like we can't, like, can we, like, can we just enjoy it? Because there's no prize. <laughs> no, no one's wrong or right. We just always always do it is people getting together, playing some music, yeah. and people Play having a conversation. Yep, like it's all for it's all it's all in good fun. <laughs> Unless you're it's Scott Storch and Manny Fresh, <laughs> it's just black. It's, all it is, is is black urban story VH1 storytellers essentially. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> storytellers on artists. Instagram. <laughs> So, yeah, like, I, I that's the one thing that I didn't really, I didn't really like. Because it's like, man, like, can black people enjoy anything? anything? <laughs> Without making it a competition? Yeah. <laughs> like, come on. Um, this, this is supposed to be fun. So, uh, like, there's it's not like there's a tournament. Is there a versus tournament? <laughs> Like, you uh, really mean to tell me you're never going to listen to Teddy Riley ever again? <laughs> I ain't listened to him since. I burned all my, all my Black Street records, all, all my Bobby Brown records. <laughs> I burned it all. Oh, man. Um, so, uh, honorable mention for WAP. <laughs> Yeah, because I felt the, like that set the world on fire. <laughs> all the all the think pieces from men about that song. I can't believe how vulgar they are. And let me go. It's so vulgar. Now let me go make a song about beating it. Like <laughs> <laughs> it was. I likened it Language to. Ladies. 
I likened it to when um, the soldier video by uh, Destiny's Child. It's just a bunch of like buff dudes, and I'm just like, is this how they feel? Because <laughs> like it was coming up, and I skipped it, and I'm just like, ah, oh, no, nah, I saw what you did. I saw what's coming up next. What you don't like all the men, huh? You don't like? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm a little uncomfortable. Is that how y'all feel? Like, I'm a little uncomfortable. They're all buff. <laughs> With hair, <laughs> <laughs> they're, all, they're all working out in slow motion. Yeah, they're like, yeah. I, <laughs> I mean, it's like a rap video in reverse, and that's what WAP was. It was just a, it was a rap song in reverse. It was about you know, but yeah, that, that was that was a very close. That was one of the first ones I thought of though, because I think pieces, the the male mostly by men, which is just like sit this one out, fellas, like this, sit it out. And it was interesting to see that, like, some people were, um, <clears throat> I think this was recently where some people were, like, tweeting at Cardi B about, you know, how, because she said something about how she doesn't let her daughter well, listen she, to any she, of her music. She was on like, the stream and listening to it, and her daughter walked in the room, and she immediately turned it off. Oh, okay. You know, like, a parent should do this. <laughs> like, oh, this isn't for you. Let me turn this off. Like, oh, then people were going at her saying, like, oh, though, no. like it's it's good for our children's ears, but not yours. Like, never said that. <laughs> parent your children. Exactly. That's no, it. but that's hard. <laughs> <laughs> you you, like, you no, do it for me. You're rich. You do it. Yeah. Yeah. That was that was crazy because we were like, how can um your your music is for. How you say the music? You you don't play your music in front of around your daughter, but um, but my daughters are singing every word, and you're setting a bad example. Like, parent your kids. Maybe you should stop your kids from listening to it. Like, like parental controls, <laughs> the edited version. Yeah, uh, there are ways around it. I mean, you got to make some effort. Yeah, <laughs> effort, effort. <laughs> what is that? Parent my own child. No, I just I just give them an iPad and let them go. <laughs> I turn on Paw Patrol on repeat, and I take a nap. And then as soon as, as, soon as the kid goes to sleep, like close, whap, doom, doom, doom. There's some holes in this. Like oh yeah yeah. Um, Paws in this house. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, we're going to skip the lawsuit of the year award uh, just because I couldn't think of one. Um, <laughs> I, I had one, but I don't know if it's of the year. Like I I had found one mainly because it, it came up this past week. Uh, okay. And that is uh, the settlement of the settlement between Chelsea Chapman and Nicki Minaj. Oh, yeah. yes. I, yes. I heard about that one. Four hundred fifty grand, right? Yes. I don't For even know what the song was. Didn't come out. I've been trying to find the song, and all I can find is like eight seconds of it, like sped up really fast. Mm -hmm. Well, it was um, at least on what I think is really fast. I can't remember what the song was, but it was going to be on Nicki's album Queen, mm. and uh, they had already made the song, and they 
they then they went to clear the sample, try to clear the sample. But Tracy Chapman is notorious for not allowing anything oh, really? of hers to be sampled. She's on the yeah, she's on the what they call the do not do not sample list. Really, the, the only song I know been sampled by her is the song uh, "Sometimes I Rhyme Slow, Sometimes I Rhyme Quick." It sampled Fast Car, but it was like right after Fast Car came out. <laughs> so, because um, it's been covered, so she's okay with covers, but not samples. Because uh, Fast I guess Car's so. been covered a lot. Covers are okay, but hmm. sample samples for her songs. I think what's no. gonna have to happen because I I feel like this happens every now and then where someone <laughs> uses a sample and gets it cleared afterwards. Someone's gonna have to verb someone. Because have we forgotten <laughs> what happened in this case was like they they had made the song. They tried to get it cleared. She said no. So it was not on the album, but the song leaked. Mm. And because it leaked ended up on um, it ended up on Funk Master Flex's show and he played it once. Wow. <laughs> he played it once on the radio. So because it because it leaked and it, and it got played on the radio. She sued. Mm. Um, but look, it was it was unauthorized. Excuse me, unauthorized. But you have to be able to, because um, I heard about that. I heard about that on a Bamai Jones podcast. They were talking about it, and um, the producer Gabe he said he you got to lock that down. <laughs> you yeah. got to lock those files down, <laughs> yeah. so they so they don't leak. Yeah. You well, know, I mean, you got to be careful what you put on the Google Drive. <laughs> there's also a possibility that she leaked it herself. I mean, like, there's yeah, also that possibility. Well, I mean, true. It was but... also a thing where she like she was like, "Oh, I feel bad. I really want to release this record. Like, I really wish you guys could hear it. Like, mm-hmm. wink, wink." <laughs> but yeah, so. Um, yeah, yeah. They just started making money on Bittersweet Symphony like maybe a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> like that's so much money lost. But, I mean, that's what can happen when you mess with the wrong entity. Yeah. And don't clear it. You know, like it can. But it was it was it wasn't even sampling the Rolling Stones. Exactly. Yeah, like it was in a crestral version of a Rolling Stones song. Mick Jagger don't care, bro. <laughs> Mick don't care. Keith don't care. <laughs> I don't. Brian Jones not alive, but he don't care. He don't care. <laughs> <laughs> they don't. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> um. So uh, let's yeah. go to our artist of the year. Um. Ben, we'll start with you. Well, I feel like this one. If anyone knows me, it's going to be obvious. Um. Because she's back. It's Taylor Swift. <laughs> um. Swizzy. So, of course, there was <laughs> someone talked about um, uh, when Billie Eilish, um, during the first lockdown of many, um, someone was like, oh, Billie Eilish released us our, you know, wrote a song during the pandemic. And someone was like, God, why do we keep praising the mediocrity of white women? Someone said that. <laughs> Meanwhile, Taylor Swift is like recording entire albums. <laughs> Two entire yeah, albums. She, recorded, she released two albums in secrecy, so she's on her Beyonce. So I imagine there's probably. I mean, I'm I'm not a huge Beyonce fan, but you can't deny her influence as a as an entertainer. And um, you know, Taylor Swift kind of did what Beyonce has you know, did with uh, one of her albums, where she just drops it without really telling anyone. Beyonce literally dropped it without telling anybody. Taylor Swift like gave you like a few hour head start. <laughs> like this. Uh... Folklore has 16 songs, mm-hmm. the the original release. Yeah. Evermore has 15 songs. Yeah. 
she's probably got like a hundred more songs oh, that God, she yes. recorded um, for the project. Years. I'm sure. Like she's. <laughs> she guessed that for the top. Yeah. And I feel like that's kind of where, because I, I feel like there's this fake competition between her and Beyonce. And I feel like they're different enough to where they don't need to be in each other's lane. No. But for some reason, every now and then, Taylor Swift wants to be an entertainer and wants to dance. And like, that's not your bag. You're a writer. And I know we used to talk about, you know, when is she going to go back to her quote unquote roots? So like, yeah, we're probably never going to get another Fearless. But I feel like this is mature Taylor Swift. This is her saying, all right, I've done the pop thing. I still want to keep some pop sensibilities. However, I want to write some songs that go with my age. She's, you know, in her 30s now. She probably doesn't feel like learning choreography and stuff like that. And I think that she's partnered herself with a good producer. I think um, Jack Atenoff is going to be her, um, and I'm, why am I forgetting their names? Flight Time. Um, Jimmy Jam. Jimmy, and Terry it's going to be her Jimmy and Jam and Terry Lewis moving forward. Because that's who, in this stage of her career, is giving her the type of sound that she wants. Um, she did some songs with Bon Iver. I'm assuming the guy Bon Iver, what's his name, Justin? Justin Vernon. <laughs> well, it's credited as Bon Iver yeah. as the the feature. I don't know if it's the whole band or just him, but um, I think this is what we're probably going to get from her for a while. I think she's good with this sound. Um, Evermore was supposed to be the companion to Folklore. Folklore, of course, is now nominated for a Grammy. I feel like there's a good chance she's going to win, in which this will be her third album of the year Grammy, if she does. And it will be the third genre, going from <laughs> pop country to straight up electro pop to folk. So, yeah. Um, so based on that alone, I would because I mean, like the second album was just like, what, the fuck, what are you doing? Like, <laughs> what, what have you been doing? But I guess yeah, if you ain't got nowhere to go, what else are you gonna do? Just put it on wax, as they used to say. <laughs> um, Brandon, who is your artist of the year? I. <clears throat> I would. I didn't become aware of these two until like I was always aware of them, but like I like just didn't like really pay attention to them until <laughs> this album. Uh, it, it I would say Chloe and Hallie. They seem to be and, everywhere this year. Exactly, mm -hmm. especially because this year they're like on every late night show, mm -hmm. every award show, like doing like random like quarantine live sets live streams and mm -hmm. stuff speaking like they, speaking like, of that I, um, consistently all year i pulled up their spotify page they did a spotify singles meaning they did they do Ooh. a version of their own mm -hmm. song and a cover they did a cover of i'm assuming this is sending my love by Jeanne. <laughs> maybe not what well, might be Mm -hmm. Yeah. Nice. Stop it. They're from Mableton, Georgia? That's down the street. That, on top of that, they sound amazing live. I'm not too familiar. I mean, well, I know of who they are. I know who they are, but um, I haven't really paid attention to what they do. Yeah, I don't think I really knew who they were until maybe the middle of the year. Um, but yeah, no, they're pretty. Yeah, I've heard I this say, in a like, long before, time. <laughs> before, this, before this album, I was just always like, it was, 
like, oh, it's that group Beyonce has. <laughs> <laughs> and like, I would never hear anything. But then I listened to the album, and the album's great. And then they ended up being on every live anything this year. That's awesome, though, that they're from. I, this is just going to make me move up this whole thing on Georgia artists faster. Yeah. Because <laughs> so much, so many people from here. So uh, um, uh, a mini series of episodes is being put together about Georgia artists and producers. Yeah. And Spoiler alert. Did not realize that R.E.M. got their start in the 80s. And some of their most important things came out in the 80s. Also did not realize how many, how influential they were. So I had to kind of replace them on my import, my list of important Georgia artists, influence and everything like that. Because they were much, much bigger than I realized. I mean, I guess there's a reason they're in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, they don't just let anybody in there. But yeah, so. But yeah, look for that um, coming in the 2021 era. All right. Um my uh, artist of the year um, has been my earworm a couple of times. Um, has been uh, yeah, just one of my favorite artists to listen to this year, and that is uh, S.G. Lewis. Oh, kind of figured. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of. A, a lot of his songs have been singles. Like he really hasn't, he hasn't come out with an LP yet. <laughs> Who does now though? You know? But like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, he's done songs with a lot of different artists. Uh, he did a song with, um, he did a song with Robin. I love Robin. She uh, is not dead people. <laughs> she's, she's still around. Uh, did a song with gold link, um, with Aluna George, with uh, Robin is another artist I was late to the party on. I feel like you have to tell people who she was. So Robin was the chick who did Do You Know What It Takes to Love Me back in mm -hmm. like, what, 98, 99, maybe? Show Me Love. And Show Me Love, too, yeah. Yeah. Are you not, talking about Robin not, or Robin not, S? Not Robin S. Yeah, Robin. Well, she had a song called yeah, no, Show Robin. Me Love yeah. also. Do You Know What It Takes? And, yeah, she was the blonde-haired from, I think, from Switzerland. Yeah. Somewhere in one of those Glaswegian countries. But, yeah, like, she is she's still around still doing pop music but it's like she looks and then she later had a song called uh call your girlfriend yeah call your girlfriend that's, yeah. That's, <laughs> same that's person even though the songs are like 15 years apart yeah. at least <laughs> i guess and it's really good stuff it's really good you know european style pop so yeah but no sg lewis is dope i like him um but it came out with a lot of uh a lot of singles uh, produced some stuff. Uh, he produced stuff with Aluna George, or well, with Aluna, because she did a solo album this year. Um, he had a song with Lucky Day, with um, um, Rye R H Y E. So uh, he's one of those producers that he has that distinctive sound, mm -hmm. um, and uh, I've enjoyed everything he put out this this past year. So yeah. All right, so we got one more award, uh, Brandon. It's not. It's not. Uh, maybe it's not. Hopefully, it's not too hard <laughs> to, to figure out. Um, your favorite episode that you listened to in the past year. 
My favorite episode of By the Time You Hear This. Yes. Like, none of them. <laughs> They've all been awful. Just so I know we, we didn't do a whole lot. Um, yeah, Rona. <laughs> the, the Rona. Um, Rona. <laughs> Has that been I, done yet? I, I, <laughs> I feel like it. <laughs> I feel if like not, I'll go bad. home and do it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I, I don't want I don't want to say the I don't want to say the last episode because I've written also random. Did you guys get a chance to check out that Foos documentary? Not yet. No. Not yet. Very good documentary. Shout out to Matt Graff very, very for. Oh, I said his last name. Said his government. Matt G. We can we can edit that out. <laughs> He's gonna kill me. Very, very good documentary. Also very great episode. But <laughs> scrolling through my downloads here. What stands out to me the most is Happenstance Maine. <laughs> it was cracking up over Eric's. I, his Terry Tower impression. I remember being at work. I remember being at work listening to it, and my coworker asked me, What's wrong? You have tears in your eyes. Maine. What's wrong? It's like, Oh, it's nothing. I'm listening to something. It's You wouldn't understand. Oh god, it was yeah, that was just so funny. <laughs> oh god. Um this is like now you owe me money. <laughs> what? Uh, <laughs> ben, what's your favorite episode from the past year? Uh, that's the one where we're gonna talk about people. Unpopular opinions. I just <laughs> I would probably say out of all the episodes that we've done, those are probably my favorites to do next to the Because Five's One Hit Wonders. I love doing those each year. Um, but um, which it's funny about the One Hit Wonders. I was watching a video where they talked about because um, one of your wasn't your number one of one year. You get what you give. Yes. OK. Yeah. He was talking about the entire album. It's a great album. But yeah, the unpopular opinions. Um, <laughs> and I believe if, if I remember correctly. Brandon's unpopular opinion was Frank Ocean is it's on, on the clock. The he's clock. been put on. The, yeah, he's, he's on, on notice the on the clock. Um, <laughs> I just love those episodes because I mean it's just because I have so many unpopular opinions about music <laughs> that I get crap for, and it's nice to be able to say them in a safe space, you know. <laughs> um, unfortunately, I can't say on every episode that Beyonce is overrated because. And it kind of gets annoying, but no, I, I like doing those episodes. I liked that episode. Yeah. All right. My favorite episode uh, was um, the one called Billy Never Put Out the Album. <laughs> where we talked about glitter. <laughs> that was close as well, because that movie was just ridiculous. Ridiculously bad. <laughs> it's, for people who have not seen glitter, if you can... Uh, yeah, if you can sit through it, <laughs> like well, it's, it's like, actually funny, but there is so many plot holes and it's just so much unintentional humor. Everything you've heard about it is worse. <laughs> like nothing. I thought it was bad and it was worse than. Yeah. Is there anything lower than one out of ten? Yeah. <laughs> so my my 
favorite episode of the past year is also Terrence Howard related because <laughs> <laughs> murder stands Howard. Murder stands Howard, raping stands Howard. <laughs> like he was oh God, yeah, that from the audio to the 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 druggy mom to the the like what are you what ethnicity are you to, <laughs> to who just puts a mic in someone's face at a club to let them sing. It's just a lot of things. Why why your friends keep leaving you when this strange man walks up to you? <laughs> why did you explode in glitter? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Um Yeah. And it was a star is born ripoff. Yeah. So Which yeah. is a much, much better movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man. Um Play Madison Square Garden with a single. Stop <laughs> it. Stop it. Uh-uh. <laughs> two singles. Two singles. Like you just, you are, like, in a matter of like a month, like, man, she hot, man. She can sell out Madison Square Garden. Like, it wasn't one a cover? I believe so. Uh, well, in reality, yes. Oh, in the well, world it, of that movie, that world, no. Yeah. <laughs> that song didn't exist. Yeah. It's 2000 what? Or 1990 what? And he's writing this clearly 80s song. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, man. $100,000, man. <laughs> Shout out to Eric. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, man. Okay. Um, so... <laughs> um. I guess I'll do it for our Because He's Awards, man. Uh, <laughs> um, so we'll get to my uh, earworm of the week. It is a. Um, um, it was a song that I didn't know who did who did the song. And. Uh, but I had heard it before. I probably heard on Light 98 or something like that um, back in Augusta. But I, I didn't know who did the song. And um, it was a uh, okay. I'm trying to pull it up here so you can see it on the on the stream. Um, it's a because I, I, the the band I thought it was was a I thought they were a one hit wonder, uh, Naked Eyes, <clears throat> and they had the song "Something's Always There to Remind Me." Okay, that's what I, like. I know that name. Uh, but they had another song that uh, was on my Sophistapop playlist called "Promises, Promises." And I didn't know it was them that did the song. So we're going to play that one. And that's my earworm of the week. And we will be right back.
All right, that is Promises, Promises by Naked Eyes. And you can find that on our BTT YHT Earworms playlist right now. So, yeah. Um, um, I don't think there was some other thing that we're supposed to talk about, but maybe not. <laughs> um well, other than that, Ed, I I think that will bring us to the end of this particular episode. This um, is the end. Uh, well, Brandon, if um, as we always say, if you want to be found, <laughs> uh, where can people find you? I I can be found at youtube dot com slash beats by hawk or on Twitter at father underscore clef. Same thing on TikTok, <laughs> which is all the rage nowadays. <laughs> Uh, at father underscore clef on both those platforms. I have an idea. If you like, I, I I don't want to download TikTok and try to put this together, but I have an idea for a sketch. It's for it's a music sketch where if you ever listen to the song um, "Can't Change That" by Ray Parker Jr. and Radio, mm-hmm. listen to Ray Parker Jr. sing, sing the lead. And then there's another guy who sings his part and he's singing like, much louder and like, harder than Ray Parker Jr. So much harder. Yes. And I thought the, 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 uh, the premise that I thought of was like, when you're singing to your girl and so is he. <laughs> <laughs> there's a person I'm going to show you after this episode that I think could pull that off very well <laughs> so that's a sketch idea or if anyone who who hears this episode go for it but, <laughs> but I, it's, it, come to think about it, it's like that on just about all of the the ray parker jr radio songs yeah like, like ray, ray comes on he's singing all cool and laid back and then someone else just <laughs> whoever that other guy is i can't remember I, it might have been his cousin. I don't have no idea. <laughs> but he's singing so much harder. <laughs> so much. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, so, any anybody could, could use that idea. I, I just don't want to do it on, on TikTok. So. <laughs> um, well, uh, Ben, should we tell the people where we can be found? Or just, like, let them figure it out? Or they should know. What do you think? Spotify. Go on Spotify. Yeah. By the Most time y'all you hear get this. That. Most of y'all get that, right? Yeah. <laughs> uh, if you got an Android, Google Play, or Google Music. If you got an iPhone, uh, Apple Podcasts. Yeah. So, Those are the big ones. So. All right. Um, what should we end or the show you with? download Spotify and listen to it on there. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it, would be, uh, it would behoove you. Yeah. I still never feel like I use that word correctly, but <laughs> um, like it always sounds like you're supposed to be threatening someone. <laughs> um, what should we end the show with? I mean, we can end it with anything. Um, Midnight Sky. Midnight Sky. Yeah, that's the um, the Miley Cyrus track. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, you know. Um, I'm so happy she's in this lane. Yeah, she needs to stay in this lane. Like forever. <laughs> yeah. Oh, she does have a video for it. So if you're watching on the stream, you'll see it. All right. Well, uh, Brandon, again, thank you for joining us. Yes, yes. Of course. All the time. Anytime. Anytime, guys. And um, everyone who watched or will watch, (laughs) (laughs) uh, we definitely appreciate it. And um, we will talk to you very, very soon. Peace. Peace.